0: Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Camp Vimpo Waco, the Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Burson Live Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley.
1: Well, well, well. Greetings on this Friday as we prepare for all sorts of fun games. Baylor, Iowa State, Texas A&M, Arkansas, Texas, and Texas Tech, SMU, and TCU, the Iron Skillet. Aaron, remind me, at some point today, I've been asked to look on Instagram for somebody called Meat Church. All right? Aaron, are you on Insta? Are you an Instagram guy?
2: I am, but not a lot. I mean, I have an account. I don't do, you know. Well, I'm more I mean, of we Twitter, don't... Facebook.
1: Okay, I I I just want you today to make an exception and look at Instagram, and we're going to see what that's about because it involves the iron skillet. All right, and our people. By the way, Aaron, I forgot to ask yesterday. I, <clears throat> I bet we had an outpouring of people. You remember the question I asked? It was, it was. Uh, I went to the text line with it and. Whew. Aaron, do you remember it was some kind of uh major, I feel like it was, it, it involved the big 12 or something like that.
2: And uh, I'll it, think of that it. Streaming oh, go ahead. services.
1: That's right. That's right. Good, Aaron. It was either, do you, do you, are you going to have Amazon? I think I, I think oh, ESPN plus or neither. Aaron, do you say neither or neither? I've started hearing more people than ever say neither, although I feel like all my life I've said neither. All right, I don't know exactly which direction I want to go on that. We won't go to the text line with that. But Aaron, we had tremendous amount of people and I or I said or I said, you know, do you pick one or the other or both or neither? And here's what I think. I think the I think most of the Big 12 fans have had to go ahead and get ESPN Plus. Now, here's why: because those Aranda press conferences and things like that are are sort of necessary. The the uh, Scott Drew, you know, those kinds of things. The Scott Drew press conference; those are, I think, people want to see that, and you have to have ESPN Plus and, and part of the sort of the Big Twelve Plus package. Now. Uh, It's going to be interesting. Aaron, I'm sure you saw this for Campus Confidential, which comes up today at 440. But we did get the full release of the Baylor basketball men's schedule today. And so been pouring over that. Matt Roberts put a nice little release together that sort of went through the schedule and how that will play out. Now, we already knew the non-conference, and Scott Drew jumped on with us to visit about that. Today, Aaron, at five o'clock. Well, you know this. I'm going to share this now with our entire audience. John Jakus, Baylor assistant associate head coach, one of the two associate head coaches. He and uh, Coach Brooks, the third, um, are both associate head coaches. But Jakus, uh, John Jakus, will join us at five o'clock, straight up and we'll start working through the basketball schedule. Now, I'm, I'm I'm interested in this, and I just want to see how it kind of plays out. I'm always interested to know what time of the year KU comes in here. seems like it's always late in the schedule, and the Bears go there earlier, kind of like midway through the season, and then they usually get KU late. A few years ago, I had Jay Billis on the show, Aaron, before you got involved, and Jay was, we, we were having trouble lining up the, uh, you know, getting ready to record it, and Jay was not pleased. And Jay let me know it. And I I, I made the mistake of saying something along the lines Jay, I mean, this has got to be pretty rare that you get to have number one and number two. You know, you get to call a game between number one and number two. And his answer was something along the lines of, actually, it happens all the time. All right, this is not rare for me at all. <laughs> it just about bit my head off. Oh, Jay like Billis, like a super nice guy. Well, the, are you saying are you saying that in uh, being facetious, yes, or are you being I'm oh, very, okay? Very sarcastic. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I, I I think sometimes, honestly, like on ga- that game day show they do college game day for basketball. He does come across as a pretty nice guy, but. He will tear your head off if he thinks, you, you know, you're at And you know that? I'm okay with that. I actually am okay with that. If, you know, he just, in that instance, we had messed up something about the audio. So, Aaron, I'm trying to execute it by taping it off my phone, which is already a bad start, and it it, it went south from there. So, I don't know if we'll ever have Jay Billis back on the program. Now, the good news is, People like Chris Fowler, Sean McDonough, um, Fran, uh, Fran, the guy from uh, uh, Lafonso Ellis. Uh, these are just, like extremely nice, gracious people. All right. So, what I've decided to do is not really try to have him on anymore. Now, I do love, uh, you know, we and it used to drive. You can imagine, Aaron, the person who used to be on this station. It would always drive him nuts that I would get somebody like Fowler. (laughs) Because he he would try to go through the proper channels, and I was always kind of had a back channel to these people, and it just drove him insane. And, of course, he didn't want to admit it to me. Oh, man. Aaron, has it ever (laughs) struck you that I kind of like getting under people's skin? Unfortunately, some of them end up being coworkers. But, Aaron, with you, I don't do that.
2: Well, see, I, it doesn't bother me at all. Like I'm, I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's less work for me. Okay, no complaints.
1: <laughs> I know, but uh, there was somebody that used to be a coworker that was uh, in competition. With
2: oh, me. oh, I understand. I was like, yeah. that doesn't sound like Steven. No, no, no. But it wasn't no. Steven. It was someone no, else.
1: No, no. I previous. i got you. I, I'm saying, took, yeah. I was
2: slow on the uptake okay. on that one.
1: No, no, no. Not Steven. Stephen is a. Major ally, as are you, uh, and many others. Okay, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show. Lots to, lots to go on. Yesterday we had the Jerry nonsense. I got a quick, Aaron, I want to do this while I'm thinking about it because sometimes I get to the end of the segment and and I'm like, oh, man, I meant to do this. Let's do our Schmaltz's trivia question of the week. Uh, most times I do this on Thursday. Occasionally I wait till Friday to do it. I'm going to do it today and and this is our people kind of know this by now. You win two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's, one of the great sandwich shops in north america, but all, but but also um, central Texas, beautiful sandwiches, great artisan bread. sometimes they'll have that jalapeno bread, sometimes they don't, but the bread's always wonderful, very fresh, and then I get mine twice baked. I do twice baked bread, and I get the schmaltz. This has every kind of meat you can imagine, and then occasionally I'll get the pastrami. They do have a nice uh, pastrami sandwich, and uh, I travel all over the Metroplex and Central Texas looking for the best pastrami sandwich. All right, I have my place in the Metroplex, but basically I do all my sandwich stuff at uh, at Schmaltz's when, when I'm uh, when I'm in Central Texas, which is a lot of the time. All right, Aaron, here's the question. This is for our golfers in the audience, because they're watching the President's Cup. Americans got off to a good start against those dastardly internationals yesterday. The internationals, Aaron, are kind of down to bare bones, because a lot of those guys went to the uh, the Live Tour, you know, the, the, uh, the new Greg Norman Tour. I mean, all these guys that could have been on the international team, like, you know, Cam Smith and some of these others ran off to that other tour. So they're not letting them be on the press. So they're having to do it with Hideki Matsuyama, a couple of really good Canadians, Connors, um, Pendrith are, are two good Canadian players, and then a lot of the great Asian players across the world, uh, include and then Adam Scott from, the, uh, uh, from Australia. But I mean, a lot of it's like Sunjay M, Hideki Matsuyama uh K, uh kh lee a lot of great um asian players are on this team but the americans were putting it to them yesterday we'll check in today and see how our international friends respond to this and a reminder at 420 that uh, we'll we'll dig into our high school games tonight because none other than uh chilling with Quillin, curtis quillen will be on with us and he might even have some uh, thoughts on bedlam uh Mike uh, Gundy he went to Oklahoma state and Mike Gundy had some statements 2 days ago on the uh, on the whole bedlam thing and i thought th- i thought they were very appropriate and i like it when gundy's a little bit nuts and i like people who are a little nutty i really do and uh, and he's one of them i mean i and i mean that in a in the nicest way possible when i say somebody's nuts okay cuz i i can kind of relate to that All right, Aaron, here is our Schmaltz's trivia question. Two former U.S. presidents showed up today at the President's Cup. Name the two presidents. Name the two at the President's Cup. All right? We only have so many former presidents out there that are still with us, okay? So it's not a huge amount to choose from. But I want you to name the two presidents. In fact, let's see, living former presidents that we have. Aaron, quickly, how many do we have? Four? Because we lost. Yeah, I guess. i trying to think. We've got Obama. Anyway, um, there were only two that showed up at the President's Cup. Who were they? And uh, you get the two free sandwiches if, you, um, if you're the first to get this right. Uh, it is 254 662 1660. 254 662 1660. Okay, you got about a 50% chance. Actually, you got about a, I don't know, I have to do my odds. But uh, you got to get the right combination, and you got to give me the two presidents that were announced today. And, um, and they shook hands. And I'll, I'll even give you this they're from different political parties. These two ex presidents. It's not like they found a couple of Republicans or a couple of Democrats. This was one Republican, one Democrat that showed up at the President's Cup. The number is 254-662-1660. And, uh, and, that, and we'll get those two free uh, schmaltzes sandwiches to you. Oh, good. Very quickly. Good. Yeah. Good. Aaron, what, is the, what, what answer did they give? And what is their name of the winner? Do we have a name?
2: It was Cody, and he guessed correctly, George W. and Bill Clinton.
1: There you go. President Clinton President and George W. And, uh, and you know, it's kind of shocking, uh, Aaron. You would think uh, uh, the president of, of all the former presidents that are still with us, President Trump, I would say loves golf the most, and this is not. Don't be like my Republican listeners. I'm not. This is not some kind of joke. Like, oh, he plays a lot of golf. I, I don't care. I really, honestly, I if my president plays a lot of golf, I I feel like, you know, that's good for their brain. Do. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't have a, a huge problem with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when Obama was out playing golf, the Republicans would give him a hard time. When Trump was out, the Democrats were giving him a hard time. They all play golf, except for I don't know what does Biden do. He walks his dog, rides. I think he does ride a bike occasionally. Although he fell over on his bike recently. Of course, I can't make fun of that after my my uh, cycling incident. So anyway, that, that is a uh, that is well done. Good answer from Cody. Wins those two free sandwiches. Give your information via text, and Aaron will tell you how to pick up your coupons and go by uh, Schmaltz's. What a... And we're... Um, it's always... By the way, you say, well, how would I know where the uh, the station is? We're, like, right in the heart of Waco. All right? So it's not... Even if you're, like, out McGregor playing this game. Or Mahea, it's not that hard of a deal. And And I'll even... Aaron will come meet you somewhere if we need him to. <laughs> Aaron, is that? are you glad I'm making those promises? Yeah. <laughs> if you Thanks. live out in Salado, Aaron will meet you on the way home. I'm kidding. But we'll, we'll Where I can drive. We'll, get a, we'll figure out a way to get the coupons to you. In fact, I spend a lot of time in Salado. If you're out Temple Belton Way, um, I'll be out there at Mill Creek quite a bit. Love that Mill Creek. Love the atmosphere. Love the, uh, the the babbling brook that is the Salado River that comes through there. There's a couple of rivers that come down that direction. Uh, the Salado River is one of them. Where does the Frio River go, Aaron? I feel like the Frio River does some interesting things in our state. And, of course, the Brazos, um, that's the that's a huge tributary that goes through. <laughs> we'll, we'll do more river talk today at the 5 o'clock hour. We'll get really <laughs> hot and heavy. With some good river talk, I'd like to get out. I, I really, I'm I ran into somebody at the last Baylor game, sir. I'm, I'm going blank. It's one of Donald Wright's buddies, and he and he uh, and they've built a place and they rented it out like a VRBO. That they built a beautiful like second home right on the Brazos River, and I really want to go out there and check it out. Apparently, it's just it's about two miles upriver from McLean Stadium. And they just built a place right on the river, and people rent it out. Aaron, what do you think like if you wanted to go down there and spend the night or spend like two nights for before a Baylor game on the river, what do you think people would what do you think they would charge for something like that? What do you think people are willing to pay? because this guy's a good dude and he's not trying to like gouge people. what do you think a what do you think's a fair price for like staying on the on the river before a Baylor game?
2: Man, you're the per wrong night. person. Well, let me just say that. 150 a night. <laughs>
1: right in the ballpark, Adam. We need to get you back out in the real world. <laughs> uh, <laughs> spoken like a man who's not done a VRBO. Right. Um, I honestly think people will spend as much as four or 5000 a night to stay out on the Brazos River. Um, At least 2000 um, to it, just to have a nice because think about that, Aaron. If and I understand why you would charge this because if somebody brings their like a whole family of like and not just their their nuclear family, the rest of the family, you could end up sleeping that house. I bet sleeps ten to fifteen comfortably. So if you're going to bring in a group like that, you're not going to get it, Aaron, for a hundred and fifty. They're going to charge, you know, two or three thousand bucks. Right. But anyway, if you're listening out there, I want to, I want to come stay at that because I they're in education, they're in the academic world somehow. I want to come stay at that place, but I don't want to spend that kind of money. Okay, we'll do the Mosley show from out there, Riverside. All right, it is the Matt Mosley show. Curtis Quillin, chilling with Quillin, is coming up next. Waco Lions football presented by Bird Coach and
3: Ford on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Johnny Tusa and me this Friday night as the Lions host the Lake Belton Broncos in a District 4-5A match. Our coverage of Waco football begins at 6-30 with the pregame show, the kickoff, and all the action at 7 o'clock. It's Waco and Lake Belton presented by Bird Coach and Ford this Friday night at 6-30 on ESPN Central Texas.
0: There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $250 domestics on Thursday Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco.
3: Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Wrecker Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Wrecker Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire chain, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Wrecker Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Wrecker Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over.
5: We're Saya LTL Freight. For nearly a century, our team has been committed to driving business forward. From Lady Liberty to the Golden Gate. Superstore to Corner Store. We go that extra mile, expanding our team to better serve you. So trust that when you partner with Saya, we take every delivery personally. Visit Saya.com for all your shipping needs. That's SAIA.com.
4: Hi Central Texas, this is Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors. I've built a successful real estate career based on exceptional customer service with referrals from friends, family, and clients like you. I've been a licensed realtor in Texas for 20 years, and I'm grateful to be an annual platinum producer. I'm in my favorite season of life right now, raising three teens and soaking up every single second of Friday Night Football. Let me, Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors, help you find your journey home. Call 254-749-6069.
5: ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White
8: with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Cleveland Browns beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 29 17 on Thursday night football. West Virginia beat Virginia Tech 33 10 last night. Three games in college football tonight: Virginia at Syracuse, Nevada at Air Force, and Boise State at UTEP. Waco University beat Colleen Chaparral last night, 49 16. High school football on our airwaves tonight. Waco hosts Lake Belton pregame at 6.30 on ESPN Central Texas. And the Temple Wildcats at the Bryan Vikings pregame at 7 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Bears are at Iowa State tomorrow at 11 a.m. kickoff, and you can hear that on ESPN Central Texas. And UMHB is at Hardin-Simmons for a 6 o'clock kickoff on Fox Sports Central Texas.
5: Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now time for Chilling with Quillen on ESPN Central Texas.
1: We do it every Friday at 420, or at 423 in this case. Curtis Quillen standing by uh, as we speak. And, uh, boy, Curtis is a guy that uh, loves getting his staff out across the country, loves getting uh, uh, to to Ames, Iowa, places like that to uh, cover the Bears, um, Curtis where where are you right now because you cannot get to uh, Ames Iowa you know by 11 a.m kickoff leaving tomorrow morning okay so I'm just kind of curious where where are you sounding off from right now uh, the conference room
6: at our downtown Temple Studios however Matt Lively is currently at Dallas Fort Worth International Airport waiting for right. a flight to Des Moines tonight.
1: All right, I think I I think I may have been tipped off on that and so uh I appreciate you letting him have that experience and uh my gosh, uh, the Channel 6 uh has been all over the map here and it'll be great to have that representation out uh in uh Ames. Um by the way, uh happy 15th anniversary of the I uh, I'm a man I'm 40 speech for uh your head football oh, coach, coach Mike Gundy. Uh, we celebrated that yesterday, and then a good little rant two days ago. I love a Gundy rant, and I love how coaches write things down on like some weird looking, like tiny little sheet of paper, and then he and then they refer to it. Then of course he went off script for a good portion of that, but I like the point that Mike Gundy made. We we had no choosing in this. Oklahoma State did not ask for bedlam to be over, so don't don't any Sooners out there act like oh, they're not going to play us anymore. We're not going to have Bedlam. This was a decision the Sooners made, and I think uh, Mike Gundy just wanted to reinforce that.
6: You know, and he made a lot of really valid points. Do you understand the kind of mental confusion I found myself in when I listened to a Mike Gundy rant and said, wow, this seems really well thought out because some (laughs) of his past rants have been just so unhinged Uh, The fact that I'm sitting there listening to Mike Gundy talk about something and saying he makes some good points. Like, what kind of world are we finding ourselves in? Because in the past, you know, the I'm a man, I'm 40, if you know the story behind it, you know just how much of a jerk he made himself out to be in that rant directed at uh, someone who still is on the beat 15 years later covering both of the Oklahoma schools there, um, you know, in OU. And OSU, but this one, you know, talking about like, it's over. They, they went, they went with Texas to a bigger paycheck and that's fine. I get it. But trying to have this childish conversation of oh, Bedlam, Bedlam's good. to like, yes, Bedlam's a fun rivalry. But Matt, if you, I mean, you're a Baylor grad, if you lost 84 out of a hundred times to your rival, would you really think that they would, that that other school would want to protect said rivalry?
1: we had that with texas for a pretty good long but about 1957 the bears didn't beat them on the road for about 40 years and then finally broke through in the uh, in the late 80s so i know uh i know a couple of things about long histories like that absolutely i know what you're saying now curtis quillen joining us On the Matt Mosley Show, we'll get to some of these high school games. And I want to leave plenty of time because sometimes we talk so much college that we don't leave enough time to hit some of these uh, high schools. But the Bears going to Ames. I I am expecting a much better performance. In fact, during that COVID year when they were really bad, Baylor really should have won that game out there. That was a good Iowa State team, and they jumped out to a lead. So there are some guys on this team that can remember uh, that and, and jumping out to a big lead and actually playing well on the, on the road. Um, this is another great opportunity. And, and, and Curtis, if they go out there and play well and win this game, that's the great thing about the big 12. Um, they'll be right back in, they'll move up to 13th, 14th in the country, 15th, and they'll be fine. I mean, everything will kind of settle back down. Now, if they don't, if their eyes are big, and they and they perform poorly out there on the road, then we got to start asking some questions. Is the message not getting three through? Did we overestimate the talent on this team? There's a lot of questions we have to ask. And all on top of all this, Curtis, how many questions are you getting from people about uh Nebraska? Because I I I'm trying to ignore all this, and yet all my buddies, uh all my Baylor brethren are texting me like crazy today. Hey, hey, what's, what, is, there any, is there anything to this? Is there anything to all this smoke? Um, that That's also out there right now as Baylor gets ready to play this game. You know, uh, I've gotten the question a couple of times, but
6: it, you look at just the disarray that Nebraska is in the program. I mean, good night. It, you know, I think they'd give anything to go back to to nine and three under both yeah, yeah. The whole reason they fired him was because he kept going nine and three. And I think they'd give anything to go back to that at this point. Kind of like Texas. I think uh, when they had to fire Tom Herman or when they chose to fire Tom Herman, rather, I think they would have given anything to go back and keep Mac around a little bit longer. Uh, it's the questions are obviously there. I see them a lot on social media. Um, look, I don't fault Pete Sammel for his report. I think he when when he tweeted that out, he had 280 characters to basically list off people that he thought Nebraska would give their agent a call to gauge interest, but you only have 280 characters. You have people breathing down your neck to, Oh, get that reported because you know, sometimes that's how uh, some of these things happen. It's not, I'm not blaming Pete family. I would have put Dave Aranda's name in that too, because if you're in Nebraska and you look at what at the job, Dave Aranda did at Baylor, why wouldn't you at least call his agent and say, is your guy interested in our opening and just see what happens from there. But I also don't necessarily think that Dave Aranda is looking to leave Baylor. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot that Dave Aranda does that fits at Baylor that doesn't, that doesn't fit um, at a power at a, you know, uh, at a, at at the kind of, program and that Nebraska is always in. Yeah. Always in the public eye, constant Heisman trophy winner, winning history, national championships. Like the man, he doesn't want to be the center of attention. And he somehow finds a way not to be the center of attention as the head coach of a power five school. That is the reigning conference champion. and just won a new year's six bowl game. You can't do that in Lincoln. You can do it in Waco. You can do it in other places. I don't think that he is all that interested in nebraska but let's all be honest the only guy who knows the answer a hundred percent is dave aranda
1: yeah and uh yeah i, I don't know the uh it, it's an interesting deal and you're right sometimes agents are, are are doing some things i've told people to settle down and that it, it'll all be fine i mean leipold even matt campbell could be great fits. I mean, I, I would hate that for Kansas to finally have something moving in the right direction, and Nebraska comes and, and plucks them. But that's what happens. That is what but happens. Here, Mac,
6: here's my question: What does fit even mean anymore in college athletics?
1: Oh, I, I'm with you with the region. You know, there's no more regional. I, I, I guess I would just say at least you know winning in the heartland. Uh, which is what you'd have to do at Nebraska. He's done it at a at a place that historically is not good. I'm talking about Campbell, Matt Campbell. The Leipold has yeah. not done this long enough at Kansas for me to tell you, oh Leipold would be a no brainer choice. I know people think that right no, now, No, but when you see but, what
6: Leipold did at Whitewater and what he did at Buffalo and what he's doing
1: in year in really what is truly a year one at Kansas I know, because n- he got hired so late. None of that compares to Nebraska. Like not not any of those jobs. Iowa State is a better comparison because it's you know, they've had to play big time competition. Kansas has not. Can I mean Kansas beat Texas last year. That's basically all they did, and they've gotten off to a nice start this season. I'm just saying Leipold has not done it long enough at a at a high place. I love those places you mentioned. Nothing against Buffalo, nothing against Whitewater, nothing at all against it. I'm just saying Nebraska's a different animal and you know that. Uh all right, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show, Curtis Quillen, chilling with Quillin, the uh, sports director at Channel 6. Now, Curtis, I've, I'm looking at some of these, uh, the picks in the Waco Trib at tonight's high school games. First of all, give us your, give us the Channel 6 game of the week. And, and kind of the game of the week, Boy, um, uh, well, sometimes that'll turn into a marriage proposal. You never know what'll happen <laughs> with the GOTW. What do y'all have this week? Uh, I'm we're, 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 stirring up the hornet's
6: nest. That is district 11, three, a division one. And we're going to leopard field and Lorena Nicole Sheeran. We'll be there at Lorena and Cameron. Yo open district play tonight. Uh, this is an awesome matchup. You have two explosive offenses that come in a little bit differently. One with a lot of new places or a lot of new faces and a lot of new places, whether that's uh higher up on the depth chart or, in a completely different position from that state title run last year. And then you look at Cameron Yo, and it's a lot more experience on the offensive side. Um, The computer projections at Dave Campbell's Texas football have this game as, I believe, a 25-point game. And that is very, very rich for my blood. Um, I think this is a close one. Um, And that it comes down – I think there's a chance this comes down to who has the ball last. Truly. I know that, I know that Ray Biles is trying to, he told us like the key for us is defensively. We have to force Cameron to snap the ball again and again and again and again and again. And man, there's coaching wise. This is an awesome chess match. You have two state title winning head coaches. And so there's so much about this game that leads me to look at the computer projection and say, okay, computers, are unfeeling robots is how is exactly what I've heard Greg Tepper describe their computer as. Then you look at the game, and you look at these two teams, and I saw Lorena in person last week in that home opener against La Vega. That defense is good, man. That defense is real good. But, man, this Cameron Yo team made Yokum look silly, made Lago Vista look silly. Um, and, yeah, they got they got their teeth kicked in last week. But Belleville is a ranked 4A Division two school. That's a that that's punching up in weight class. Uh, and that loss to Connolly, that's another ranked four A Division II school. So yeah, they've got two losses, but both all three losses by these teams have been punching up in weight class. These are three A Division I teams that have lost only to four A schools. One one of those is a reigning state champ. Two of them are in the top ten in their division. And so I think there's a lot to like about this game. Um and, I, and I'm really excited for it to be our game of the week.
1: Nicole Sheeran, she's had some great matchups here recently, and oh, yeah. uh, and 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 I really uh, I like uh, Nicole's jumped in there and done some really good work for you guys. Okay, the uh, Brownwood you mentioned Conley Brownwood at Conley, that's a storied program coming in, so I kind of like that one. The one that kind of surprised me, uh, you know, I, I look and see what uh, like Chad Conine and Bryce Cherry think about these games, and um, Hutto is at Midway. And I don't know, I mean, uh, Bryce is not the kind of guy to homer things up, but both he and D.J. Ramirez picking midway in this thing, I would probably lean toward Hutto, which is where Chad Conine went. What do you think of that matchup?
6: You know, I lean Hutto, but I I get where they're coming from on this. You look at Midway's uh, non-district play, And I believe when I did the math that uh, the four teams Midway played in non-district are a combined 14 and two, including the games against the Panthers this season. Um, That's pretty good. That's pretty good for for a four-team resume. So, um, you know, Bryce made the point whenever I pointed that out on Twitter that there's nobody in District 12, 6A that's better than what Midway has seen already. I agree with him on better. However, to try to dismiss what Harker Heights and Temple are doing right now is to be, in my opinion, negligent. Hutto is in the middle of a transition year. Remember, Black, Brad Lapland is no longer the head coach of the Hippos. He he moved into an admin-only role as Hutto starts to brace on that growth there on the Highway 79 corridor there outside of Austin um, for a second high school, and so they're in a little bit of a transition phase. But you look at what Harker Heights and and, and Temple are doing. Don't let the fact that uh, college or the College Station in Arlington Martin beat Temple fool you. That is a really good Temple team that has is probably still the favorite to win this district. Although I know Jerry Edwards is listening to this and he would like a word. Um, this is a really good district, and I think that those two are up to snuff with what Midway has seen to this point. I think that Shane Anderson sees the potential in this team. If not this year, then next year, which is why he scheduled such a murderer's row of a non district. There's, and I agree with Bryce that. There is nothing that Midway will see in district play that it hasn't seen already against Mansfield or against Permian or against Vandegrift or against Rockwall Heath, all four are playoff teams.
1: I love it when you talk highways. I, I started thinking, when you said 79, I started thinking about, like, where Taylor is. I always am thinking, like, where can I get the best barbecue and I feel like Taylor might be off Highway 79. I certainly have seen Hutto when I'm on it that is. tollway out there, going around town. So when you start talking those highways, I start thinking barbecue and things like that. And uh, 79, the Taylor exit, is always something that is very appealing to me when I'm uh, when I'm making my way around there. The other one that jumped out at me, chi- uh, they've got they all have China Spring. Winning at Dallas Parish Episcopal. I, I'll just caution our friends on that one in the fact that Dallas Parish Episcopal put one on Alito earlier this season. Alito a state power. Now they were they got a new had a new quarterback and it was very early for Alito, but I don't I just don't I kind of feel like my folks thought, well, they're playing a uh, a private school that China Springs gonna roll. I would I would take a peek at that game, uh, Curtis.
6: Yeah, I'm with you there. That I'm afraid that might like, you know, China spring always tends to roll over some of its private school opponents, but the, you know that there's a difference between an Addison, Trinity, Christian, a Cedar Hill, Trinity leadership, and then Dallas parish Episcopal. That is mm-hmm. the, that is the probable odds on favorite to me to win the TAP state championship this season uh, in whatever division they're in I can never keep track of what of the taps realignment stuff because it operates so differently than everybody else uh, in the state and so just keep an eye on that China Spring could lose this one uh, because I think it's pretty I, I think on paper to me it's a pretty even matchup because parish is uh, is one of the private schools of record in this state so I, I caution against getting cocky for uh, China spring fans but when when you're rolling 4 and 0 and uh coming off, you know, a blowout win over your rival and a state championship, you have every right to be to be uh confident heading in there. Just this is uh that, that's a, I'll tell you right now, that is a game that I personally would pay the price of admission to see because it is a like phenomenal football game. That's two physical teams that they're going to take sledgehammers to each other and offensively have a chance to score tons and tons of points. But that is the private school of record, and you know i've never seen, I, I haven't seen a bad Alito team in a long time matt have you
1: no i haven't I, but they're really shaky to start the season, very shaky, and so I think they've started to write the ship. But they've made some changes since dropping that one, twenty-four to seventeen. But no, you do—you rarely see a bad Bearcat team under Coach Buck Tim Buchanan, the uh, legendary coach of uh, Alito. All right, uh, Kurt, Curtis, that was. Uh I Man, it was almost like a Kurtz corner just broke out. That was really fun, <laughs> and I hope uh, I hope Bryce Cherry was listening. I think one of the things Bryce looks forward to in life is having Mosley question his high school picks. I think he probably really appreciates that. <laughs>
6: so <laughs> I feel like Bryce is <laughs> typing a text to both of us as we speak. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bryce, oh Bryce, Bryce, um, he'll wear a good pair of cargo shorts into the press box, and we appreciate him. For that, always uh, and love that Waco trib work that they do, and then of course Channel Six tonight you'll see Curtis in. Uh, uh, he'll be in the studio, and then you'll have Nicole out in the field doing some great reports from out there uh, at that Lorena game. Boy, that is some some excitement in the air as we look at some of those three A matchups. Okay, uh, Curtis, really enjoyed it, and uh, have a uh, have a great Saturday. Okay, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week.
6: It was a lot of fun, Matt. Don't forget, Matt Lively live in Des Moines tonight. We'll see everyone on Friday Night Live. Thanks, Matt.
1: There he goes. We would never forget Matt Lively because he will not let us forget as much as he tweets selfies of himself and that kind of thing. It is the Mosley Show. We continue on, and it's time for Campus
5: Confidential. That is next. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas.
9: The China Spring Coaches Show with Tyler Beatty is brought to you by Benchmark Mortgage, Bush's Chicken at China Springs, China Spring Country Store, and Kristen Clements, Camille Johnson Realtors.
2: China Spring Cougars moved to 4-0 with a 51-21 win over Conley last Friday. Coach, you must be proud of your team's effort on defense to hold Conley, their high-scoring offense, down to that many points.
10: Yeah, I thought we did a really good job. Uh, We came out there with a mentality of We've got to play our game and, relevant of where we play or who we're playing, uh, we knew that Conley's speed was going to be an issue. And so, being able to hem him up and, and force him to throw the football was one of our key objectives.
2: Offensively, who do you feel had a really good game for you on the offensive side of the ball?
10: I, I thought overall, I thought uh, Tristan X did a really good job. You know, he doesn't get the necessarily the touches or receptions that he works really hard for, but just his key component of being able to help out in protection um, as well as block for Barton or half reel over toting the rock. So he's just an overall really good player for us and works super bruised.
2: Well, you get another stern test this week against Parish Episcopal, a team that has wins over Alito and Austin LBJ. And last Friday, they lost by only two points to South Oak Cliff. What do you expect from those Panthers?
10: Uh, they're they're very skilled. Um, they've got a lot of size as well, and so kind of using what we've uh, acquired through our past four games of playing really fast teams, playing a Melissa team that was uh, massive across the board, and and continuing to better us, and and not necessarily worrying about the uh, charter trip up there, but once we get there and taking care of the task at hand. ESPN Central Texas.
4: At Bush's Chicken, you can always count on getting the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Plus, one of the great traditions at Bush's Chicken is Tender Tuesday. We make it quick and easy to feed the entire family with 16 tenders, a family gravy, and four rolls. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. You'll find gifts for the whole family, jewelry, candles, home decor, and wind chimes at China Spring Country Store. They are also an official Purina Feed dealer, featuring bagged and bulk animal feed for all your farm animals and pets. China Spring Country Store is also the place to buy lawn and garden supplies, outdoor furniture, plus farm and ranch supplies, including gates, panels, and fencing. Go by and say hello to Taylor, Melissa, and the gang at China Spring Country Store, 930 China Spring Highway, and at ChinaspringCountryStore.com.
9: Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor. Our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to. To help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772 5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did.
5: Baylor Sports Beat weekdays at 7:55 a.m. and 5:25 p.m. on ESPN Central
13: Texas. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation series. You can hear from these outstanding Bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com slash KRZI.
4: Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho.
5: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
8: I'm Ward Lines with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Cleveland Browns beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 29-17 on Thursday night football. West Virginia beat Virginia Tech 33-10 last night. Three games in college football tonight. Virginia at Syracuse, Nevada at Air Force, and Boise State at UTEP. Waco University beat Colleen Chaparral last night 49-16. High school football on our airwaves tonight. Waco hosts Lake Belton pregame at 6.30 on ESPN Central Texas. And the Temple Wildcats at the Bryan Vikings pregame at 7.00. On Fox Sports Central Texas. Bears are at Iowa State tomorrow at 11 a.m. kickoff, and you can hear that on ESPN Central Texas. And UMHB is at hardin Simmons for a 6 o'clock kickoff on Fox Sports Central Texas.
5: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley.
1: Always proud to present Campus Confidential, where we look at college athletics. Got some great matchups coming up this uh, weekend. I know Aaron's going to cover something uh, real quick, but then we'll move on to some of the matchups. But we always turn it over here. Aaron Sexton, what do you have on the agenda today, Aaron, as we uh, get ready for what should be a really fun weekend of college football?
2: You mentioned it in the – or you and uh, Curtis talked about it in the last segment a little bit, but there are rumors online of Nebraska going after Baylor head coach Dave Aranda to be their next head coach. Of course, they've hired Scott Frost – Uh, a couple of weeks ago after an awful start and a pretty awful overall tenure. But, um, well, in general, it's just the, from what I can tell, it's basically Nebraska boosters saying, yeah, we're going to, that they're going to go after Dave Aranda and they expect him to be the next Nebraska head coach, which I think every booster at every major university always says that about every coaching candidate, don't they?
1: Well, you know, it's. I think it is. All of these things are uh, are a compliment to what Dave Aranda has done. Uh, I think Mac Roads certainly takes everything seriously. I mean, this is a blue blood program, but of course, it's way removed from greatness. I mean, I, I guess at one point before they left the Big Twelve, they were still good back in. Ooh, they won a national title, didn't they? If you go all the way back to around ninety six, ninety nine, you know, somewhere back in there, I even think back all the way back to when they had Indomikong Sue. She'd so have to go back all the way. He's been in the league for a long time now. That'd be around two thousand five or something. That they they were good. They, they they had some good teams back then, and and uh, that was post uh, Osborne. And then Sting started to. to Fall off, and then the Scott Frost thing was an embarrassment. And before that, they brought in somebody after Pellini, didn't they? I'm trying to think if there was anybody between Pellini and Frost. But it's been a bad, bad run. Um, I understand why Nebraska thinks it can get somebody great, but the better fit would be like a Matt Campbell from Iowa State. It'd be a great fit for them. Will he leave? I don't know. I mean, he's had pro, he's had NFL opportunities. He's had all kinds of opportunities. He's had P, he's had better. College programs than Nebraska interested in him. Now, does it fit where he's been that part of the country? Yeah, yeah. I mean, does does Aranda have any fit with Nebraska other than just being a a great coach and and probably uh, someone who understands the history of the game? I mean, I and, and again, money talks. I mean, if if they Nebraska wants to come in with some kind of insane offer, but I I don't. Sense that, um, and and Dave, I mean, basically Mac moved quickly to try to ward things off when LSU jobs opened last year. Opened early, you know, fairly early in, in the season. It was all it was uh, like halfway through the season. They fired Coach O, and um, Mac Rhodes started putting things on the table to try to get something done with Dave Randa, and then they eventually did get something done, and it's a long-term deal. Um, so. You know, I understand it's out there. I understand Baylor people sort of worry about this. Part of that is because, um, you know, in the past, Texas at one point looked like they were going to try to hire Art Briles, and Baylor people were worried. Or um, De- uh, Matt Rule was always talking to NFL teams, and they had a right to worry because he eventually left for an NFL job. Dave Aranda is not really wired like this. So I am. Um, I would caution fans from worrying too much about this. And I would just say some of the stuff I've seen out there is trying to get hits and and putting headlines in a way that's kind of misleading to be honest. And part of this is young people that that haven't been around the industry for a lot of times. I you know, they're out there trying to get as many people to read their stuff or listen as possible. I don't buy it. I, I don't buy it at all. So I have not, uh, and again, I don't even buy it enough to get in there and try to shoot things down. You know, people brought up uh, they you know Pete Thamble. Pete Thamble does a great job for ESPN. You know, he also was dead wrong on the uh, Virginia Tech coach that that he had coming to Baylor when they hired uh, when they hired Dave Aranda. Okay, they had they, he had um, what was the guy's name? Justin, whatever it was, Fuente, Fuentes. They, they they had that guy come to Baylor, and it didn't come true. And uh, that's because sometimes some of these writers can be misled by agents, and that was probably agent-driven, hey, this guy's going to get that job, and they were trying to end up getting him more security at Virginia Tech. That guy ends up getting himself getting himself fired at Virginia Tech. All right, so I would just say Baylor fans – Something Aaron Rodgers said a, a few years ago when everybody was worked up about the Packers, relax, <laughs> relax. It's going to be okay. All right, what else do you have, Aaron?
2: Uh, speaking of the Nebraska job, the, uh, the athletics Bruce Feldman says that the top three candidates are Iowa State's Matt Campbell, who you mentioned, Kansas coach Lance Leipold, and Alabama offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien.
1: Yeah. Yeah, didn't even hear Aranda's name in there. Part of that's Feldman kind of probably knows exactly kind of who they're truly going after. What happens in these cases is every agent. I mean, if you believed every or every fan or every booster, you would have thought like Baylor was going to hire Mike Singletary years ago, or before that, like Hayden Fry, who went to Baylor, by the way, and but you know, in, in the before his legendary career at uh, at Iowa. I mean, there, there were all kinds of people promoting difference so you you've got to watch kind of who you're listening to on all these sorts of things okay matt mosley show esp in central texas very excited to talk some baylor basketball with associate head coach john jacus baylor has a it's a big 12 schedule it's out we'll talk to coach jacus next uh, uh. Hey everyone, with
14: today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. The offense is getting a key weapon back on the field and his target return is the game this coming Monday night at the Giants. Zeke tells you what the return of Michael Gallup means right after this.
15: 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details.
13: What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family, and it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys.
14: PUCT number 10007. At Cowboys practice Thursday, Dak was on the field gripping and throwing a training ball, but not a football because it's still just 10 days removed from surgery on his right thumb. His return is still a few weeks away. But the good news is wide receiver Michael Gallup, who tore a knee ligament in January, was taking some first-team reps and could make his season debut Monday night at the Giants. Zeke Elliott talks about what Gallup could mean for this Dallas offense.
2: I mean, he's going to stretch the
14: field. I mean, he's going to make those contested catches. Uh, It'll be good to have him back. Linebacker Micah Parsons did not practice yesterday due to a cold. His COVID test was negative, according to Jerry Jones, who also adds Parsons should hopefully be good to go against the Giants.
1: With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report, brought to you by Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at
8: the
15: Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com.
5: Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your Home for America's team. ESPN Central Texas.
8: Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service, independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison & McGregor, or learn more at psrealtors.com.
9: The wait is over. Richard Car GMC has the trucks. 2022 GMC Sierras have hit the lot, and they're waiting for you. Sierra trucks offer best-in-class towing, strong steel beds, multi-pro tailgates, and advanced features that make driving a Sierra second to none. Trucks are waiting for you to test drive now. So call now, log in now, or get here now and drive your next truck today at Richard Carr.
3: Richard Carr, they have
12: the truck for you.
5: Keep up with the University Trojans on ESPN Central Texas.
14: What's up, guys? This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. With gas prices booming, you deserve to get your knees in the breeze and save some cash. With record-breaking numbers the past few months to make waves, we need your help to keep up this momentum. Whether it's purchasing your very first Harley-Davidson motorcycle or getting rid of your third old bike in the garage, we would love to have your business. Be cautious of the heat outside, but take advantage of the heat inside with these smoking hot deals, y'all. Trade it in, take it home, or turn it over. This is only the beginning at Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride
10: alone.
16: Hey, Baylor fans, looking for a place to stay for the next home game? Camp Fempo Waco is a brand new camping resort located just five miles from McLean Stadium. Bring your RV or book a cabin at Camp Fempo and enjoy on-site amenities like their pool, swim a bar, water playground, mini
15: golf, and more. To learn more and book your stay, visit CampFimfo.com. That's campfimfo.com.
5: From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to The Matt Mosley Show.
0: The presenting sponsor of The Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Camp Fimfo Waco, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmontz's Sandwich Shop, VersaLive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley.
1: My goodness, listen to those sponsors john jakus associate head coach joining us on the matt mosley show the man's uh displayed uh uncommon patience as he's waited to come on to the mosley show we appreciate that and uh coach jakus uh very excited to see the new schedule drop uh and we'll start working our way through this it's uh great to have you on i know you uh, you heard that we had uh, Jeremy Sohan on after many months of trying to negotiate. Uh, Jeremy coming on, he lands on the Mosley Show Tuesday, and uh, coach, it was fun. He is—I I can just say that Jeremy has not changed yet. Okay, the all the riches and all the all the fame have not changed Jeremy Sohan, and um, boy, you are someone I think that has a tremendous appreciation for Jeremy. So it has to be fun for you to watch him get his NBA career uh, going here.
17: Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate that. We're excited about the schedule also, but uh, more important than any schedule in our program is relationships. And One of the more important relationships in my life and career is definitely with Jeremy and his family. I think the bulk of our staff feels that way about him and the family as a whole. So nice to see him as a lottery pick, but I don't think the lottery – where the money he's making now is going to change him, and it's one of the reasons we love him so much. So I think I, um, I'm more scared of what hair color he's going to have next than I am of him changing his personality or character over the next few years. So I think we're doing okay.
1: <laughs> I mean, is is that kind of level of maturity that he showed, and and whether it was, you know, uh, his heart for Ukraine or, or his ability to put things in perspective for a 19-year-old, is that – how is do you see that with a number of uh European players or people that have played overseas like Jeremy has, or is that pretty uncommon to the level that that Jeremy presented?
17: Well, I think we want it to be common first and foremost for our Baylor guys, and when we recruit we're we're looking for people like that that think of people outside of themselves, you know, that would be the second thing is God's joy, you know, Jesus and others. So Jeremy and the way he thinks of others is certainly a special thing. Uh, It's probably true of him as an international kid because, you know, he played in the States in high school, then he played in Germany uh, professionally, and then he came back and played for us. So he's kind of traveled the world. He's got a larger context uh, for what it means to be an adult and deal with uh, you know positives and negatives in our world, and then also playing for the Polish men's national team. These are young guys in their 20s and 30s playing for the national team, and that's right near Ukraine. So I think that's uh, one of the reasons it was really on his heart is because his Polish heritage. But I would love to take credit for that kind of love and character that comes from him. But that's from his parents, and uh, they did a wonderful job raising him. We got to borrow him for nine or ten months. I think we did a good job, but. Now he's off to the Spurs, and I think Greg Popovich is more than qualified to take him take him on
1: next. Have you gotten to meet Coach Pop before?
17: No, I haven't. Uh, I think I'm actually going down to visit Jeremy next week, and maybe I can sneak in and watch a practice. He's good friends with Mark Few, my old boss from Gonzaga, because uh, they did USA basketball together. And so we have some friends in common, but I've never hung out with him. So I know he's a genius and a Hall of Famer. I know he loves wine, uh, but more than anything, I think he's got a knack for taking care of young guys and making them better players. So uh, we're really happy that Jeremy is there and that he's in state, and we can just hop in a car and see him and, and not need to fly anywhere. So that's pretty special.
1: For those of us that are Mavs fans, it's going to take some getting used to, like wanting Jeremy to do well while having a hard time rooting for the Spurs. So that's going to be really interesting. John Jake is joining us associate head coach for the Bears. And as I said, the schedule comes out today. And this is really kind of interesting to see how the conference schedule plays out. You already knew the non-conference. Now, John, how do you, you're a guy that loves to focus one game at a time, you know, don't look ahead, don't even know who's at next game, you know, that kind of thing. But do you, when a schedule comes out, do you kind of plot it out kind of have fun with it, think through it, you know, because there's some there's some interesting things along here. When's the first time you see Coach Tang, your old buddy, uh, with Kansas State? How do you kind of consume uh, a schedule like this?
17: Yeah, I think the first thing we do is the three assistants kind of sit down and split up the scouts. So Coach Alvin Brooks and now Coach Jared Nunes, because Coach Tang's moved down to Kansas State. Like you said, the three of us kind of sat down and split Split the season up. So I, I look first and foremost, do I have any three in a row? Because then I know I'm not going to sleep for a week. So I don't mean to be selfish, but that's probably the first thing I, I look at. And then the second off, you're looking at big Mondays in our league because you know there's going to be primetime games and there's going to be short turnarounds. So you know you're going to have less than a day to actually present your scout and then go play. So you want to kind of mark those down early. And then you kind of look at February, if you're a top-ten team preseason like we are, and you look at your Saturday games and you think, hey, if we can hold on to this thing, is there a college game day that's going to come, which we've had the last couple years? So now it's on our mind because it's happened a couple years. Uh, So I think we kind of look at it, who's responsibility, how hard are we going to have to work, and then what could be kind of some fun little TV games along the way. And, you know, I'd probably be lying if we didn't look this year at when we see Coach Tang first just because he's our buddy. And uh, we'll probably stop by the hotel and say hello to him. So I know some other rivalries and coaches who have changed teams within conference, there's some bitterness. But you know this is our friend. There's no bitterness there. We're, We're happy for him and we love him. We just happen to have to play each other twice a year.
1: All right, Jerome returns to Waco with Kansas State on January seventh, and uh, boy, Jer- Jerome, you talk about a guy who loves social media. The man is getting it done right there in Manhattan. Has shown up at some of these football games, all of that, and like you say, that'll be uh, it'll be fun, but also difficult when you when you do uh, care about somebody that much. But uh, once it, once you get that thing on, you, there can be no. Uh, worrying about how Jerome feels—that's gonna—that's gonna be fascinating, uh, uh, Coach Jacobs, to think about what Jerome, what that would mean to him emotionally, coming back into Waco. And again, that—that that is January seventh, so we'll have all our New Year's celebrations and then get ready for that matchup. I—the thing about it is, uh, Coach Jacobs, this is added, um, Coach Weber for a little while had Baylor's number back in the day. And even Coach Brooks spent some time on that staff with Coach Weber. So uh, there's all, all, already some interesting history between the schools. I just think this kind of adds to what was already kind of a fun rivalry. But um, that January 7th is when that will happen. That will be really, really interesting, uh, John, as, uh, as, as Coach Tang comes back in.
17: Yeah, it will be interesting. But, you know, we've done this before. We played Gonzaga in a national championship game, and I worked with all those guys. And so I've had to coach against some of my best friends at the largest stage. And uh, certainly in our league, almost everybody's a rivalry, which is what makes the Big 12 the best conference in the country. It's a true round robin. And uh, I hope when the league changes up to 12 or however it manage in the next few years that – the round-robin thing can stay pat because the truest way to find out who the champion is is to play everybody twice. And so the rivalry that you're talking about through Bruce Weber and A.B.'s time at Kansas State, all those little things are real. But the best thing you can do is kind of game plan and then for three hours turn your emotions off because at the end of the day, it's our kids versus their kids. Jerome won't be scoring a basket. He won't be boxing me out. He won't be stealing the ball when I'm dribbling it we will be standing on the other side. So we really just need to love and support our own kids and then let that thing play out with our game adjustments. But there's no way you can deny that one of our best friends in coaching is on the other (laughs) part of the sideline. And I didn't do that when we played Gonzaga. There's no way I would turn people I love into an enemy. And one thing I've learned in this profession is you never root against your own coaching tree because it's so crazy, our profession, that you just never know when you'll need somebody. And none of us are going to root against Jerome. We're just going to have to play him twice and let our guys be his guys. But I I want him to do well. And uh, it's going to be a special thing. There'll be some emotion to it, for sure. I mean, one of the hardest things i ever had to do is go hug Mark Hugh after we won the national championship. I I basically was almost crying. And there'll be some of that for Scott and Jerome especially. 20 years together, they're like a dysfunctional married couple. And (laughs) now you're coaching against each other. So – yeah, we're human, and all this is real. But the, the main thing is maybe the coolest thing about the Big 12 and why we're the best league in the country is you do have to play everyone twice. And uh, Jerome just happens to be part of that now.
1: All right. I I, uh, that, that, I really love the perspective, by the way. Mark Few, that is great perspective. Now, for people that are plotting this out, Baylor fans, Moody Center opens uh, That your first trip to the Moody Center the brand new venue there in Austin, Texas, January 30th. Now that is on a Monday night. So that's going to be a big Monday situation. January 30th. and boy you and I, I the law, Chris Beard has gone there, you know, that y'all've got some great uh uh recruiting battles that take place between the two. That will be fun. Uh coach Jacobs is going to a a new venue. Can you remember back over your career, even in, uh, even maybe even overseas, opening up a new venue or your first trip to a to a brand-new venue? Have you had any experience along those lines?
17: Yeah, I don't know if I've ever been part of opening up a new venue. Um, I know that uh, it'll be great this year to go play at a new venue in Texas. I've heard, I've heard it's beautiful, and they did a wonderful job. I'm um, looking forward to seeing what it's like, what the fans are like, what the little Matthew McConaughey special suite in there is like. I think there's a certain <laughs> vibe to Austin as it grows and gets bigger that just, you know, as a as a fan, I want to see it. And I know that we're going to open ours hopefully the following year, and that'll be something really special as you can go down I-35 and kind of see them building it on on the water already to have the new stadium back up to the water and be across from the football stadium. And then you're going to start visiting BYU in the future for the first time and then have to go down to Houston for the first time. So in the next couple of years between Texas's new building, our new building, and then the change in the league, there's going to probably be four or five, six of these. So I'm looking forward to that. I mean, certain arenas, they just surprise you and the fans are sometimes better than you think. And uh, I imagine Texas, with this new building, will have a couple surprises. So, yeah, we're looking that forward to that game for sure.
1: Okay, tell me how L.J. Cryer and Langston love, now that there have been reports that they are uh, fully cleared. And, of course, I had L.J. on recently, and he was talking about how great he was feeling after the foot surgeries and the rehab. Langston going through uh, something with his, you know, obviously the ACL uh, and he was cleared apparently for all foot uh, all basketball activities here recently. Um, how great has that been? That's kind of a leading question, but but how how has it been having two great competitors and and such uh, uh, huge parts of this team being able to kind of integrate them into practice? What are the, how are they looking, and and are we? I mean, are is Langston look? Like the guy you remember, will there continue to be a ramp-up process? What's that like with those guys?
17: It's, it's amazing. I mean, it, it is a leading question because how are you going to not be happy when you see guys that you expect that average double digits at some point in their career at Baylor? And, I mean, L.J. Cryer first. Last year he was our leading scryer, scorer prior, prior to going down. So to have him around – And to watch him shoot 50% from three, he shot 47% from three last year prior to being injured. So uh, there's a real chance that he can be a 50% shooter from three and the ball just goes in. And I mean, we're making Steph Curry jokes in practice. So that's a (laughs) lot of fun. And there's no, almost no real restrictions around LJ at this point. You know, we have to temper things and, Dave, our trainer, and Charlie, the strength coach, there's certainly stuff they talk about with LJ, Coach Drew, but he's been really, really special. And I can tell you, the foot didn't affect his shooting arm. Uh, He's been awesome. And as far as Langston, he's right where you need to be. You know, his injury is a little bit different. ACL, there's a timeline. He's farther along maybe in his timeline than we had hoped for, which is encouraging at this point. There's probably some things that still need to happen over the next four weeks, but He's so tough and loves Baylor so much, and he's a real leader. And you know he's a six-five, broad-shouldered, uh, strong guard that shoots the ball so well. But he'll, he'll look a teammate right in the eye, confront him, and tell him to do the right thing. So you're adding this 50% three-point shooter who's played for us and was our leading scorer last year, and then you're adding another guy who's a really good leader, who's fearless, and just adds a strength to our guard play. So, both have been really good. We're going to say our prayers and hope they stay healthy. And if they both stay healthy, they're going to be really happy. Our fans will be really happy. And most importantly, maybe Scott Drew will be really happy. But uh, it's just really nice to have him in practice.
1: Really special. I thought you were going to say, and Mosley would be happy. Uh, but, but I understand Scott. Well, all we do in life me. is
17: really to make you happy. You know? <laughs> I think you're doing a better job of that than others in your life. But. Uh we're going to keep it up if you let us try.
1: <laughs> well, you all do it. And, uh, man, it's fun hearing those updates. And I, I saw that schedule drop today, and I said, well, I want to talk about that with Coach Jacobs and, and get excited about those matchups with Kansas. It's just fun to now kind of know how it's laid out. And I even love, you know, three of the four after that opening game at Iowa State, three of the four or at home after that, I like, uh, you know, I just kind of like the way certain things set up. And I like to hear kind of how you view these things and, uh, and, and and look at it. And I think that's uh, some really good insight. Uh, Coach Jacobs. always fun to get to visit with you. Now, uh, uh, have a great uh, rest of the weekend. Watch the Bears tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. out there in Ames. Big, big battle. I know you'll be pulling for the Bears. And then uh, and then I'll talk to you soon. Second, I can guarantee you.
17: Yeah, I will not miss a second of the 11 o'clock start. Our whole staff will be watching. We're rooting for them. And uh, I think it'll be a good day for them. So thanks for having me. And thanks for all you do for Baylor. And uh, I'm glad you're excited about the schedule. We're excited to play it. So thanks again.
1: You bet. There he goes. John Jake is associate head coach with the Bears and uh, does a tremendous job, and, uh, you know, he's the reason there continues to be such an international flair for this team. And, of course, he always deflects and gives everybody else a lot of credit, but but John is the uh, former international coach, and he's a globetrotter, and he goes around looking at different folks. In fact, he was in Romania recently, and he's not just over there, you know, trying to get some stamps on his uh, passport. John is uh, trying to land some more players. He got one from uh, – oh uh, uh miro little from uh, Helsinki or right around you know somewhere there in Finland smaller place in Helsinki but over there in Finland and uh, what a what a joy it is to get to visit with him and uh, always fun all right lots to go uh, what else do we have today Aaron okay let's do this let's um, let's visit a little bit about this uh, this college schedule uh, tomorrow there's uh, some fascinating matchups and there's some different things different areas we can go to but i'm going to help you against the line okay if you're going to gamble and 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 take the chance of losing your money i want to kind of help you in that regard not to lose your money
5: but to make money that is next the source for baylor athletic news and information espn central texas
11: It's time now for
14: today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Now, here's
2: the voice of the Bears.
13: Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday, Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Soccer has a Go Gold conference opening matchup tonight with Oklahoma, and Baylor Football hits the road for their Big 12 opener. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat.
3: Looking for an SUV designed for every adventure? We've got exactly what you need at Allen Samuels in Waco. Stop in today to get your new 2022 Wagoneer. Say big on Series 2 and 3 and get the low APR of 2.9% for 72 months. Plus, you receive $3,500 Conquest bonus cash. Plus, first responders receive an extra $500 off. Drive away in the original American Premium SUV from Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends.
15: Go Gold with Baylor Athletics
12: and be the gold factor across each of the conference home openers this season. Fans are encouraged to help create a statement and wear exclusive Go Gold apparel from the Baylor Bookstore. Make a visual impact. Get your gold today. Current dates include volleyball versus TCU on September 21st, soccer versus Oklahoma on September 23rd, and football versus Oklahoma State on October 1st. Tickets are available on BaylorBears.com slash tickets. Go Gold and Sick'em Bears.
2: Now for a
14: look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor athletics. Here again is John
4: Morris.
13: And welcome back. Baylor soccer in action tonight on the banks of the Brazos. It's the Big 12 Conference opener for Michelle Leonard and the Soccer Bears hosting Oklahoma. 7 o'clock tonight at Betty Lou Mays Field in a gold-gold matchup. Fans encouraged to wear gold and come support the Soccer Bears coming up this evening. 7 o'clock match time televised on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. Baylor Volleyball has the weekend off. They are coming off a 3-1 win over TCU in their Big 12 opener Wednesday in the Farrell Center. While Baylor football opens Big 12 play tomorrow on the road in Ames against Iowa State. Baylor faced a tough road environment two weeks ago in Provo against BYU. Senior offensive tackle Connor Galvin asked how that experience might help the younger players going through a similar environment tomorrow. Uh,
9: you know,
6: that that stuff you can't like prepare for. You know, with like away games, going in an environment like that, like was like sixty-five thousand fans. You know, all screaming. Uh, as a freshman, like it's hard to like pre- hard to like mock that in practice. And it's just one of those experiences you just have to like go through it to, like, learn from it. And, you know, those guys, like, again, address their issues, like, know what the problem was, and we've addressed it.
2: So we just have to perform on Saturday.
13: Connor Galvin and the Bears taking on Iowa State tomorrow morning in Ames. We're on the air at 9 a.m. with the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. It's an 11 a.m. kickoff tomorrow right here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tomorrow on ESPN2. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tomorrow from Ames, and have more Monday. I'm John Morris,
5: your leader in high school sports. ESPN Central Texas.
9: The Crawford Coaches Show with Greg Jacobs is brought to you by Barnum Country Store, Benchmark Mortgage, Crawford Booster Club, MP Electric, Security Bank of Crawford, TFNB Your Bank for Life, and
2: Hometown Construction. Coach, coming off the bye week last week, we talked a little bit about the things that you wanted to get done. It came at a great time for you and your team as you get ready to open up district play this week.
16: Yeah, we took advantage of the week we had. We utilized it to to really reevaluate ourselves and and, uh, focus on ourselves. We uh, concentrated on some weaknesses we thought we uh, were showing up, and we tried to strengthen those areas and really focus on continuing to build depth uh, across our team on both all three facets of the game and uh and it was really kind of a, an opportunity for just to really focus on ourselves for once so yeah it, it paid off
2: now you open up district play tonight at home against Rosebud lot talk a little bit about this Rosebud lot team offensively a sprint team
16: yeah Rosebud lot has uh, they have a number of different uh athletes that are they're very good uh, at what they do Their quarterback uh J.J. Jackson is is uh, very talented, extremely fast, good athlete, throws the ball well. Um, he was their, their, one of their receivers last year. They moved him to quarterback this year. So I look for him to really be the catalyst for their offense. He really makes it go. And then they have a plethora of receivers they rely on in their passing game, along with a, a couple of three running backs that they utilize uh, in the run game. So they've got a number of different weapons they use to uh, – to strike you with. So we're going to have to be on our toes. ESPN Central Texas.
13: TFNB, your bank for life, supports Central Texas football. Find out why more Central Texas are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. FDSC.
15: Your one stop for all farm and ranch supplies is Bar Nun Country Store. And when it's time to buy feed for all of your animals, they're an official Purina dealer. Bar Nun Country Store also stocks lawn and garden supplies, outdoor furniture, ag hardware, and Circle E and Tyler candles. Go by and say hello to Paula, Chelsea, and the gang at Bar Nun Country Store. 7991 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville and at barnuncountrystore.com.
11: Nobody covers football
5: in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas
12: Hometown Construction and Design constructs custom-built homes from the design of the floor plan to the completed project. They have the resources to get the job done right the first time, and the job will be completed in a timely manner. And here's the best part. The professionals at Hometown Construction and Design provide frequent updates to their customers. If you're looking to build in a rural area or in the city, contact Hometown Construction and Design,
8: 254-229-0006, and check them out on Facebook.
2: Linder.
5: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
8: I'm Ward Weintraub, your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Cleveland Browns beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 29 to 17 on Thursday Night Football. West Virginia beat Virginia Tech 33 to 10 last night. Three games in college football tonight: Virginia at Syracuse, Nevada at Air Force, and Boise State at UTEP. Waco University beat Colleen Chaparral last night, 49 to 16. High school football on our airwaves tonight. Waco hosts Lake Belton pregame at 6.30 on ESPN Central Texas. And the Temple Wildcats at the Bryan Vikings pregame at 7 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Bears are at Iowa State tomorrow at 11 a.m. kickoff, and you can hear that on ESPN Central Texas. And UMHB is at Hardin-Simmons for a 6 o'clock kickoff on Fox Sports Central Texas.
5: Sports Center every twenty minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: It is the Matt Mosley Show as we uh, get ready to take you into a Friday night for Lake Belton. Woo. Scary when Lake Belton shows up. Tom Barfield, Coach Tusa, uh, getting ready to be on the call for that uh, Waco High School game. Yeah, you know, you'll. Uh, uh, I just hope. I mean, it's, you know, these are opportunities. It's going to be some tough games out there. going be some tough things going on. Midway's got a tough one tonight. Hutto, my goodness. I mean, there there are games grabbing my attention all over right now. Lorena. I mean I it, that's gonna be an interesting one. That's the uh, Channel Six uh game of the week. Can I have my eye on that? And then uh the yeoman. I wanna see what the yeoman end up doing tonight cause, uh everybody's kinda got their eye on that one and uh that's a uh that's that could be a high scoring affair and so kind of kinda looking at that. Of course, uh I wanna remind everybody to be listening to Aaron Sexton. And uh, Lark, uh, because that what they do on the uh, scoreboard show that's always a fun deal. And so uh, be be listening to that. Be ready for that as they get that going tonight. Around ten thirty, ten forty-five, they'll get all the scores ready to go. And that's a uh, that is a uh, a really good opportunity for folks that are kind of scooting around you know trying to check out all these games and the scores and everything we're we're all like that on friday nights we're looking around to see and i'm looking in the metroplex i'm looking down to central texas so a lot of stuff now college wise um let's let's have a look at these things aaron i i was going to talk about uh, you know some of these lines and i really like this uh Uh, You know, some of these games, um, and let's start with uh, Texas A&M and Arkansas getting together at Jerry World. Um, That's always kind of an interesting uh, thing to observe. Uh, Give me the line on that game, uh, the latest one. Aaron and I kind of monitor these things for you so you'll know. I always look at kind of Westgate sports uh, out uh, out of Vegas to kind of see what the latest on these things. But this is a... Boy, this has become a really good matchup. And, and, you know, the Aggies have some great opportunities here. One of the great things about playing in the SEC is you start having some of these matchups, and if you drop one to App State, you're going to have all kinds of ways to climb back in there and to feel better about yourself. You also have a chance to go out – against a team that's uh, really looking good and uh, has become a top 10 team in the country and 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 measure yourself and see if you can kind of get back into things. Aaron, what is the uh, latest line that you have on that particular ball game?
2: Aggies are two-point favorites. I think that started out as minus three. So it, it's moved a little bit, but not a lot.
1: hmm Okay. Well, that's really interesting. I, I do think, and, and both those fan bases do such a great job, and and you and you'll get them uh, involved. I I kind of think that the, uh, uh, the 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 Razorbacks. I mean, th- th- again, this is this has kind of been a shootout at times. Um, I trust right now in in these kinds of matchups, you got to a lot of times go with the skill position guys, especially the quarterback that you trust the most. Though I like Max Johnson. I like the way he manages a ball game for the Aggies, and I like that Aggie defense. I really do think it will kind of stand out. I I just think Arkansas, uh, and I even think back – I guess there's just so many interesting parts of this game. I'm I'm having flashbacks of what Arkansas even did against the University of of Texas last year. I the, the Arkansas quarterback is uh, is just so dynamic, and and some of the things that they could do in the passing game, and what Kendall Browles has bought brought to that play calling. Uh, uh, you know, Sam Pittman, the coach there. I'm going to go ahead and go, even though Aggies favored by two. I got the Arkansas. Uh, to cover, and I got Arkansas to win this one right out. Uh, Aaron, let's go out to Lubbock and look at the latest line on uh, that game, Texas going out there. The last time I looked yesterday, Longhorns were favored by seven. Are you seeing any movement on that line?
2: No, that's stayed about the same. It opened at five or five and a half, depending on where you look. You, most places had it at five and a half, and it's moved obviously a little bit towards the Texas side, and it's it stayed at seven for the last couple of days.
1: Okay. I that one that one really uh has my attention. Um I think tech has some issues at quarterback right now. You know, Donovan Smith turned the ball over too much. I do think he'll perform better at home. Gotta see how Texas performed great against Bama, uh, got it done against UTSA. Um, how are they gonna you know, how are they gonna perform in a hostile environment along those lines? I think that is a big that's a big one to watch, and uh, so I'm 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 excited about this. Give me, give, I'm going back and forth on this a little bit, but give me tech to cover. I'm not gonna not gonna pick them straight up, but give me to cover. Uh, if you can get a line up there around seven or eight, you better grab hold of it. I mean, I really like this game because I just think the Red Raiders. Uh, you know, they're going to have a great crowd. That thing is sold out. They got over 60,000, uh, packed into that, uh, Jones, AT&T. That's a great, I mean, that, that can be on days like this. That can be a tremendous venue. Okay. So give me, I'll take, I'll take them to cover. I'm going to take the red Raiders to, to, to cover, not to win that one. Okay. Just, just don't, don't pick them out. Right. Um, Kelly, by the way, Aaron, I've gone over to watch the pregame of one of these high school games and boy cross town rival has started to show up. So kind of some interesting things going on right here. I like to be kind of a on the scene reporter as we get ready for some high Friday night high school football. Okay, Aaron, um, SMU TCU. Horn Frogs coming into SMU. Uh, Sonny Dykes coming back home. Great storylines in this one. Tremendous, tremendous. Uh, uh, uh matchup rivalry. We've got the iron skillet. Um I, I'm 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 anxious to, to get your uh uh what's the latest on on that particular line?
2: TCU is a two point favorite. I don't know where that <sighs> opened up at, but they are currently a two point favorite. Yeah. I think that thing's kinda hung in there at two. I think so too.
1: Uh and and I I don't exactly understand it, other than SMU coming off a tough loss. I, I mean, I, I, I think that's some. I think that's a rough. I, I think I would avoid this game. I would avoid betting on it. I think if I were going to bet, I would bet the team that's uh, the underdog at home. Always love a home underdog, and so I think I would go with SMU uh, to get this one. Okay, and I and I just love. Uh, I love what SMU. Um, I think I like what Lashley's done. I think I, I, I the, the skill guys, Tanner Mordecai, I think he's going to play a lot better. He made some mistakes in that last one, but I think he's honestly going to be fine in this game. Boy, that would be three in a row for the Mustangs. So give me the Mustangs to, uh, to uh, get this one done. Okay, Baylor, Iowa State. That thing has uh, been pretty close. I think Iowa State, I've seen it anywhere from two and a half to three. Aaron, what are you seeing? as we get closer to game time.
2: Yeah, I know. Well, well, it opened up at three and a half. It's now two and a half. Iowa State's still the favorite at home.
1: And People say it's a homer pick. I, I just think Baylor's going to function so much better. I think Shapen's going to play better. I think they're going to bring it. I really do. And so uh, I, I say uh, I, I just I love uh, the Bears to cover. And the Bears to win outright in this one, and I just think everybody's going to function better. Especially, I think the defense is going to come in there uh, tremendously strong early in this game. So I, I like uh, I like the Bears in this one. All right, that's some uh, that's some good. As we go around the country, there's other great games out there, but well, those ones those come to mind, and I really uh, I really love looking at these matchups. All right, Aaron, we've got the uh, dismount where we got to say good night to our people and get them off to. Uh, uh, high school football
5: games tonight. Let's uh, take care of the dismount. Let's do it next. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. Coach, uh, you're uh, coming off a bye this
3: past week. What were some of the goals that you, you put in place for this open week, and, and did you get those things done?
18: Uh, really, we focused a lot on us and just getting better at the things we want to do, and I thought we had a real good week at, at doing that, so uh, I, I thought it was a productive week.
3: Is it difficult to keep the kids focused when they know they don't have a game ahead of them on Friday night?
18: Uh, sometimes, uh, you know, starting district next this week uh, is obviously a little easier because that's our goal is to, to win those district games. And, uh, you know, if you if you have it early, I can assume that it might be a uh, non-district. We've never had that. So, uh it, it had never really been an issue that the kids always you know know our goal is to win those just again so they, they come focused and ready to get better
5: as
3: you headed into the open week you were coming off a win over clifton I, I would think that that makes that open week better when you are coming off a win
18: oh for sure you know especially being our first win of the year you know had we been oh and three going into that week it, it might have been a little tough but uh thought we played really well that that Friday night and uh, kids had some good energy last week.
3: You mentioned district play it begins on Friday night with the Marlin Bulldogs. Talk about uh, the the Bulldogs and what your challenges are when you face this club.
18: They're fast. Uh, They've got a lot of guys that can run really well. Uh, They're big up front. They've had several guys out uh, first couple games. I know Coach told me they're getting a couple linemen back and uh, their quarterback and probably their most explosive skill kids set out their last game against Grosbeck. Uh, They'll be back. So, uh, you know, a lot of moving parts for them, and uh, hopefully some of those kids that hadn't been playing won't be in quite as good a shape, and and, uh, we can take advantage of that. But uh, they're definitely talented, and and, uh, I know they're 0-3, but that, that record is not reflective of the team they are.
9: This is Jim Howler proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor to make a long story short we said let's go for it and a week and a half later thanks to Redwoods Incorporated we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy and to make it even better the cost was less than we had budgeted Redwoods Incorporated exceeded our expectations if you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service go see Greg or Scott at Redwoods Incorporated conveniently located off North Valley Mills Drive on Esther Street behind Applebee's restaurant you'll be glad you did
15: Good luck, Bosqueville Bulldogs.
5: ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM. And one hundred point nine FM.
7: Slovak Czech sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas: football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue specialty meats and over thirty-five kinds of kalachis to make your next meal or gathering a great success. And we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So, with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, the Tom that means we welcome you at. Slovakia of checks you'll love our sausage
13: did you know the average american pays over 500 a month for their car payment what would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days where else could you use 1500 dollars? keep your car payments at genco buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days only at genco subject to credit approval membership eligibility and loan policies insured by ncua my
0: money my future my
15: Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you.
14: Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. My house
8: 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. Universalwindowscentraltexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love
14: my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows
5: Direct. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. espn radio sports
8: center i'm lord your espn central texas sports center update cleveland browns beat the pittsburgh steelers 29 to 17 on thursday night football west virginia beat virginia tech 33 to 10 last night three games in college football tonight virginia at syracuse nevada at air force and boise state at utep waco university beat colleen chaparral last night 49 to 16 High school football on our airwaves tonight. Waco hosts Lake Belton pregame at 6.30 on ESPN Central Texas. And the Temple Wildcats at the Bryan Vikings pregame at 7 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Bears are at Iowa State tomorrow at 11 a.m. kickoff, and you can hear that on ESPN Central Texas. And UMHB is at Hardin-Simmons for a 6 o'clock kickoff on Fox Sports Central Texas.
5: sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas it's time now for the dismount on the matt mosley show on espn central texas well we do have to
1: say goodnight, uh and it is matt mosley show we'll get you ready for uh some friday night football keep it right here if you want to listen to uh Waco High School, Lake Belton coming in, uh, going to be a great call. Uh, Tom Barfield, Coach Tusa, do such a tremendous job. University w- already went out and got things done against uh, Chaparral, so uh, they've gotten off to a couple of wins already uh, for university, so glad to see them off to a, uh, a good start this season as our, uh, our Waco ISD schools kind of, try to get things moving in the um, in the right direction um, now lots of lots going on this weekend of course Baylor and Iowa State tomorrow last thing I'll say on that is that I, I think you know it's a new quarterback for Iowa State it's the first big-time conference game at home for him I think you got to get to him early you saw in that game the other night that Apuika. Uh, started to uh, against Texas State really in the second half started to impact the quarterback was getting in there batting some passes down um, I thought those were I thought I thought that was good I think you're going to need to collapse that pocket from the middle and then uh, and I want to see more whether it be Bryson Jackson um, I, I think the great thing about last week is you had more depth and you had more players get involved and uh, Brooks Miller comes to mind and so as you start to work some of these players in Dylan and Doyle get a full game in uh, after missing last uh, week's the first half of last week's game, and I just think it's going to be need to be an even on point performance from the start. Okay, win the turnover battle. Go back to some of the stuff Joey McGuire used to talk about. Have a take three policy, and that means get three takeaways. And this team has been great in the past sacks, turnovers, interceptions, all of that. And I think they got to go get that thing done against the uh, the Cyclones in Ames. And then, um, uh, and then of course, uh, boy, some of these other games, I would just say uh, that SMUTCU thing, I'll have one eye kind of over there he over there because i think that's going to be a tremendous back and forth all right thanks to everybody john Jakus on with us today great breakdown of the baylor schedule uh as they uh, the men's basketball schedule is out curtis quillen was really really good talking about all these high school games tom barfield coach tusa such a great broadcast listen to him tonight and then listen to that scoreboard show that uh, aaron and lark do everybody have a great weekend we'll see you back here four o'clock on
5: monday good night everybody this is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears,
13: John Morris. Everybody, it's number a check of Big 12 football on today's Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll look ahead at tomorrow's schedule in the Big 12, including the conference opener as 17th-ranked Baylor takes on Iowa State in Ames. Details straight ahead on today's Big 12 Blitz. Every team knows that the two-point play can be a winning move. That's why State Farm agent Bart Romig and his team are here to help you go for two by combining your home and auto insurance. It's a great call that saves you time and money. So go for the win and score savings by combining your home and auto. It's just another way we're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Bart Romig at 772-5025 today. Gear up for the
5: new season with Nike apparel from the newly renovated and expanded Baylor Bookstore on 5th Street in the heart of the Baylor campus, at Bruiser's Locker Room at the stadium, or anytime on the web at BaylorShop.com.
13: Say hello to the easiest everyday accessory, permanent fine jewelry at DMRA Fine Jewelers. We offer a wide selection of permanent fine jewelry that your DMRA experts custom fit and micro-weld closed, creating a seamless permanent bracelet, necklace, ring, or anklet. Great for promise rings, friendship bracelets, bridal showers, bachelorette parties, birthday parties, or simply to treat yourself, book your permanent fine jewelry appointment or private event now at DMRA Fine